hello, my friend. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How how was your week? How is everything going? I know it, I know things are busy for you as there's a transition going on, and just thinking about you and wondering if you're doing okay. I'm still in a sea of boxes. I try to like organize my kitchen and nothing fits. So like, um, I just give up. I like, I just throw it and then I, I walk away and I leave. So I'm not really going anywhere. <laughs> and you <laughs> come back really. expected to be done. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? It's funny because my neighbor, my new neighbor, she texted me last night and she's like, you know, I have this lady <laughs> that can help you. And I was thinking, ah, should I, should I? And then I was like, but then I won't know where anything is. And then I, I, I need to do it myself, but I just keep getting really frustrated and then I keep ordering things on Amazon and then I keep forgetting and sending it to my old address. Oh, I just, so, um, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, enough of that boring stuff. You're going to get got, it. You're going to figure it out. Everyone knows know. moving's terrible. I know, know but I'm super it. OCD too. So it's like, yeah. um, you know, when you have a cluttered space, you have a cluttered mind. So I am particularly manic. <laughs> I am particularly like, insane right now so i just keep leaving and it's just not the answer but i just keep doing it you know um, what i am curious to know this question though tell me how long it takes before your new place feels like home like it, it, they would say it takes like six months to a year before okay now this feels like home um I, i'm really good at anything feeling like home because i traveled yeah. so much and like had to make other places my home so i'm really good at that part and when it has a good it has a better energy than my last place and all my stuff is here so I feel like home and it, it, as Perfect. long as I'm with my family, it's home, you know? Yes, was, absolutely. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. So, um, it feels good. It feels, it feels better actually. So I'm excited. I'm excited to get it in order. So we fine. have a great guest that I invited on today, um, Char Jackson, who um, is not only beautiful on the outside, she's beautiful on the inside. She has also grown up on TV and in front of the camera and has such a large body of work. Um, and she's just amazing. So let's bring that beautiful face on. There she is. Hi, hey, little Nikki. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Shar and I have this deep bond because we did this ridiculous show. My called, God. What was it called? Boots. Uh, Celebrity Boots. Fit Club. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, we signed up to like generally like be tortured, like it literally yeah. was like a torture camp. Yeah, no, we were tortured. Like a weight loss thing, and it it wasn't. It was just like how far can we break until you break? <laughs> <laughs> what year was this? When did this happen? It was like thirteen years ago. I was just looking. Yeah, at yeah. Um, I think it was like like oh nine or something like that. Yeah, two thousand. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It was, um, so we bonded. <laughs> we bonded. Yes, we did. Good. Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah. So she definitely I, became like one of my besties after that. Like, even even if I'm not on your bestie list, you're on my bestie list. No, Just you're on my bestie list. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 So when, when you sign <laughs> up for something, just curious, when you get, when you two sign up for something like that, who approaches you and what makes you decide, okay, I, I can handle this, not handle this? Well, for me, it's like the industry used to be a lot more brutal than it is now. So like, you know, your team will be like, so you're fat. And so let's do something about it. <laughs> That's kind of how it, oh, wow. how it went down for me, you know, and, and, and the saddest thing was like Nicole and I were probably like 10 pounds over normal Hollywood weight. And so, for, you know, for that, it was like, well, you guys need to work out 10 hours a day and do this nine week boot camp and almost die. <laughs> so. Sleep deprivation. <laughs> it was like making us hike up mountains, carrying like huge boxes while they were spraying us with like a fire hose. <laughs> it was oh insane. The, for me, like the most, like the, the craziest part about it for me was like the emotional stuff because I was going through like a really crazy time in my life where, you know, I had broken up with my ex and it was some crazy stuff in the media, blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to do this show, get my body back, get me back, start dating again. And it's going to be awesome. This is about me. And then I get there and like my ex is there. I was like, really? This is what we're going to do? No way. Yeah. Really? That, that, that was, that was, <laughs> I know I felt for you. I was like, this is a mess. This is really, it's just my time. Yeah, they set us up for failure completely. Like, yeah. So, oh my goodness. Char is Kevin Federline, right? And Char. <laughs> yeah. Have this horrible split. And then they're putting them together in this camp. 
And then meanwhile, they had their winners picked out because they're putting them up in like this um, apartment building where it's like next to Whole Foods and there's a gym and like all they uh, all they get to do when they're not on set is work out and like everybody else goes back to normal life, right? Yeah. <laughs> they were, like set up in this like spa to work out. It's just, yeah. And that, yeah, that was. That was crazy. And I, I want to say we were the last season yeah. because like, how do you get any crazier than what you did to us? <laughs> yes. Where where was the location? Where did they have you? Oh God, we were up at uh, what is that? Casaic? Is that like up up that way, right? Yeah, like in like this valley, like um, just out in the valley. We were literally in the middle of nowhere. There were in the middle of nowhere. There were wild horses out there. It was like wow. you couldn't see anything. There was just mountains, and they'd be like, "Climb to the top of that one." And it was, yeah, it was way out in the valley. Out in the middle, no. They secretly wanted us to. They secretly wanted us to die. I'm convinced. You know, I know. That would have been yeah. good. That would have been good. Right. <laughs> the ratings, you know. I mean, come on. Insane. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm always sure I was. I was never part of the business you two were in, so I always have a million questions from a fan standpoint. But when it was over, do you go to your management team and say, "What the hell? Don't ever do that to me again." That, that was a horrible experience. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I said it while I was there. I, I definitely called them and told them, was like, I hate you all, and I want you to slowly die. Yeah. I got up and left. I got up and left in the middle. Yeah, you did. You did? <laughs> you went AWOL? Oh, I did. They were. It had, we had worked all day, and it was like late at night. We already know who won, and it was just like going on and on and on, and they had just been so mean to all of us, and I was like, you know what? Fuck this. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't win. It was awesome. It was awesome. I got up and left. Called my manager. I was like, pick me up. Yeah. I was like, Nicole's my idol. This is so amazing. That is so funny. That is so funny. I never had to like tell a production. Like I never was able to tell a production to like kiss my ass and go to hell. And Nicole did it. It was beautiful. Oh God. It's legendary, Nicole. Uh, Good for you, you Nicole. Know. Everybody dreams of doing stuff like that. That's awesome. Uh, I hit my wall. I hit my breaking point. I needed to go. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about, you know yeah. what else, Char? Um, all the kids are watching Good Burger, you know? I know that you're fans too, right, Dave? Yeah. Um, huge, huge fans. I mean, to the point my kids had it memorized. I mean, they had the whole thing memorized. They watched it over and over and over again. And um, it, it, it's it's so funny is you were on our television so much that, that if, if my kids had a chance to, to be live with us right now, they'd have, you know, 800 questions for you. But they, it, was, it was part of their childhood. It was such a big deal in our house. It ran all the time. It's crazy. They're, we're working on a sequel right now. Okay, let me not say no way. I don't, I don't know if I'm working on a sequel yet. But the sequel is being filmed right now. <laughs> um, and 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 like kids are like blowing up my DMs and stuff right now. Like, oh my god, are you going to be in this? This is going to be amazing. We can't wait to see Monique. And I'm just like, well, I can't wait to see Monique either. <laughs> <laughs> I love this for you. I and mean, you look exactly the same, bitch. Like, yeah. It's so creepy. I think I'm a vampire. Like, I think I'm just going to go ahead and accept that I'm a vampire. That can gain a little weight. That's it. <laughs> Are you, uh, so can I ask you, is, is, do you know if Kenan Thompson's the one who's producing it? Is, was it his idea? I'm sure Kenan and Kel are both producing it. Um, it's, there's, like I said, they're literally, they just started shooting this month. Um, it's going to be on Paramount Plus. And like they just, the guys just kind of did like their first day or first or second days on set yesterday. They shared some clips on uh, Instagram, so it's exciting. Oh, everybody, That's go cool. write to them. Go on their their their. Okay, <laughs> where is Monique? Yeah. Tell yeah. me where she start. Tell them Monique will come back. It won't be the same. God. No, it won't be the same. <laughs> it, won't, it won't it won't without without a doubt you know, all right so i have a question for both of you since both of you were in the business at an early age was there ever a time where you were working and you said that person who i'm working with right now is going to become a big star like you could figure it out ahead of time like this isn't their end point this is just the stepping off point and for example a guy like keenan thompson i'm a big saturday Night live fan and keenan thompson's been there forever and he never disappoints and Lauren Michael says he's the one guy in the cast that makes him laugh every single week. 
did you realize at the time he was going to be the star that he became? You know what? Um, I, I always knew Keenan was going to do amazing things, but I, I thought Kel was going to be even bigger than Keenan because I was Me like, too. Kel is so. Hold on one second. My dog Spartacus is making noise. I have a water gun. Hey, no. stop. Knock it off. <laughs> so, <laughs> does the water gun work? Does the water gun work? Look, okay. you see, he shut up. Spartacus. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm he's sure a multi poo. It's the funniest thing you. ever. You know what I mean? Like you pull out the big. Oh, I got you. You know, it's just it's tragic. Anyway, um, but no, I I think I always felt like I had a gift because I was like I can always tell who's going to be gigantic. You know what I mean? Like I did with Justin Timberlake. I did with Channing Tatum. I was like I know the stars. Maybe I should have been an agent instead of an actress, but you know, whatever. Um, I always felt like I knew. I, I, Nicole, I feel like you knew too. Um, I, you know, I think I didn't really put a lot of thought into it. Really? <laughs> Nicole said, I didn't give a shit. How about that? <laughs> and Let's me, just do our jobs and go home. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, you know, it's so random. Like, some people you expect to be, you know, super successful and, and widely embraced, but they're not. And then other people, you're like, whoa, didn't see that one coming. So yeah. I, I'm a good... Um, such a good judge of that. You know who I did know was going to be famous is Aaron Paul. Um, yeah, really. We didn't work together. We sort of dated, and um, we used to be really good friends and um, uh, like practice our uh, auditions together. And so I did a lot of like helping him, like read you know his uh, his sides with him for his auditions. And I I was like, ah, this kid is this kid is going. Uh, he's got it. Yeah, this kid's got wow. it. Yeah, got it. So that one I knew. Wow, that's a big. All of a sudden, she just drops Aaron Paul like nothing. Right. She's like, no, I don't know. But Aaron Paul. Yeah. She <laughs> you dropped, know, like... <laughs> she, she's the most interesting person I've ever met. Like, just a casual conversation. She drops Mark Wahlberg a couple weeks ago. I'm like, wait a yeah, second. Oh, I'm what? sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh my Nicole's God. been in the game a long time, man. Yeah. It's like, it's not too many people she hasn't touched at one point or another. And I don't mean that like, you know. That is funny. That is funny. So is there anything, Char, that you've done where people come up to you or Nicole, same situation where they say, hey, I remember you in this and you're kind of embarrassed by it? Where you go, oh no, what do you mean that's what you remember? Me oh, for me, like, for sure. I've yeah. like I've done a lot of favor films and stuff for my friends. Um, yes. So, yeah, there, I, I won't even say what they are, but yes, definitely. I've done a lot of favor films. Yeah. Yeah. Do you recognize more from um, Moesha or Good Burger? It's a tie. It is, huh? It's Same a audience, tie. right? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I mean, but it's like, I think Good Burger is so, it, Moesha just became kind of universal um, over the last maybe 10 years. But Good Burger has always been, like, I mean, I, I'll have kids that don't even speak the same language as me, but the only word I understand in that or the only two words is Good Burger. And I'm like, okay. I love that. Love so. That. Yeah, it's you pretty badass. Shameless, right? You did an episode of Shameless. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I was so happy to do that because that show is so badass. Don't you know, like, don't you love when you're, like, a fan of a show and then you finally get to jump on it? Like, I wanted that to happen with The Walking Dead, but it didn't. They didn't, they didn't want to kill me. That's fine. <laughs> I would be so nervous to go on Shameless. Like, uh, yeah, huge fan of that show. And it's, they're just all so talented. It's such a great yeah. show. It's like a big, those are big shoes to fill. So I would be it, so It's fun. And it feels good. Like, you know, I'm just, I just get really excited when I'm around super talented people because I just feel like it, it helps me grow and, and makes me work harder uh, to have a moment, you know, and everybody on that show is just brilliant. And I literally had a blast doing it. I, I got to do the last, the last season. And so um, it was amazing. And everybody was super warm and friendly or so good. You know, you, okay. Like, so there's been a couple of sets that I've gone on where you just feel like an outsider, you do your job, you go home. But this place I, I like fell in love with everybody. Um, I still keep in touch with a few people. Like it was just, they, they made it feel super welcoming. And if that show was still on, I would do it a million times again. Oh, I love that. 
I love that because it shows that they're good people and they deserve yeah. that, that success yeah. and all of that. that. That show ran for a long time. They did 11 seasons. Yeah, that's so unusual, isn't it? These days? Crazy. Yeah. That is, that's cool. That you, when you're able to jump on a show that you already were a fan of, who, who lets you know, or do you tell your manager or agent, hey, I want an audition. I, you got to let people know that I'm interested in doing a show like this. Well, yeah, I mean, I do that. I didn't do that for Shameless, believe it or not, but I did do that again for The Walking Dead. It just didn't pan out. Um, but uh, <laughs> but no, like if I if a show comes on that I really enjoy, um, I will definitely like let my team know, hey, check this out. So if a role ever pops up, you know, hi, I'm here. Um, one, one, sh one production that I did that for, and it, it was one of the hardest auditions I ever did in my life, but I did get to audition and I actually did book the job, but then couldn't do it because I lost my voice. I was in love with the um, theater production Wicked. And um, like, I was like in love. Like I listened to the soundtrack every day. Like I made all my kids sing it constantly. I made them pick characters to be and we'd act it out. Like it was insane. <laughs> and so I remember I told my, um, my team, I was like, you know, oh my God, dude, I would die to do Wicked, you know? And they were like, okay, well, yeah, let's see. And at the time, I know, like, the casting people, they weren't really, they were like, oh, well, Shara's like a tabloid person. Like, eh, I don't know. We want to see her or whatever. And so they didn't see me for, like, a year and a half. And I just was, like, making my team. No, make them see me. I don't. So my, my manager at the time, like, was like, all right, I'm going to put it all in the line. We get you this audition. They finally were like, fine, we'll see her, whatever. I went, did the audition, murdered it, like, just I defecated. It was insane. Like, yeah, did you know? And so they they called my team immediately. It was like, oh my god, she's brilliant. We love her. Oh my god. And so they had to go and cast the rest of the the players or whatever all over the country. And so then they were coming back to LA in like a month. My dumbass went to Vegas like mm. a week before they were coming back. And then like hung out for like two days with no sleep and then the clubs and the smoke and the da -da 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 -da. lost my voice. So when they came oh, no. back to do rehearsals with the whole like cast, like to see if everybody gelled, <laughs> my voice was gone. Oh my goodness. Oh. <gasps> and they were like, so that's not going to work singing this every night. So I didn't get to do it. Oh, sad face. That's heartbreaking. Oh, it's, no, I'm hard. so sad. We were talking about singing. Shar is a great singer. And she was in a group and everything. Like she's she's one of those that is multi talented. <laughs> I was telling Dave, I am not. And I <laughs> yeah, neither am I. Yeah, I'm always amazed of, of people who can act and can sing and play an instrument and dance. And this I can't one. do any of those things. You can, can you can can you do it all? Can you play an instrument too? Yeah, I play the drums and the oh piano now. Really? But I'm a beast on the drums. What? Ooh. I think female drummers, that's like one of the sexiest things ever. And so I, that's like I, was, I was a She Lee fan. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gosh. See, I, I, I'm jealous, Nicole, of, of the people who have this kind of talent. That's We were just talking last week about Jamie Foxx and Justin Timberlake uh, and people that can do it all. They can act, they yeah. can do everything. And they're so good at everything they do. I didn't realize you were in the, in the same boat. I'm, uh, I'm extremely jealous. Put me in a boat with Jamie and, and Justin, honey. <laughs> I'll ride that boat. Yes, I will. <laughs> so, so, Shark, because I know Nicole's story that her, her parents, you know, got her in at an early age. And she wasn't really ever, no offense, Nicole, you weren't ever a struggling actor. You kind of were, were born right there on third base. Like, you, you were born to hit a triple, and you were set. Who got you involved in pursuing the entertainment career? I mean, it, it happened really young. I think I was like three years old. My mom was out at a mall or something and someone came up to her and was like, oh my God, your kid's adorable. You should put her in commercials. And then uh, my mom was like, okay. And that just kind of happened. I did like probably about 200 commercials in my early career. And then finally transitioned to TV probably around nine or 10. So, so here's my just mom. Just for a background, if I'm not mistaken, I know Nicole's a Southern California girl. I'm a Southern California guy. You were back east, though, weren't you? I, well, I was born in Boston, but my mom's family was all here in L.A. Like, my mom's from L.A. 
And okay. so, um, but she was in the military. So I was born in Boston. Um, uh, but I've been here since I was three. Okay. So I was wondering how you jumped into the commercial game being in Boston, but you were actually here when you got discovered. Yeah. Got it. Got it. That's, uh, that's interesting. And right away you loved it. Just like Nicole, where you're saying, Hey, it's, uh, it's not a problem. I'm, uh, I'm I was like, this is fun. commercials right like i don't know if you agree with me but i think for kids doing commercials because it's short yeah products that you're familiar with yeah and um it's fun it's it's easier it's more fun you're in you're out and then product yeah no it's it that's so much it's so much easier like i think if if kids want to do this i think that's probably the easiest way to kind of introduce them to it and for me, yeah, you're right. It's in and out. It's a day or two, you know, of work. And you do it. You play with some stuff. And you go on about your business. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I always that is, love that's pretty, that's pretty cool. So I'm always curious to know, if you two didn't jump into this game, where, you know, the acting game, which can be heartbreaking at times, what would you have done for a living? What would you have decided your career would have been if you weren't born an entertainer? Well, I am... Um, I have uh, two masters. One is in psychology and the other is in forensic science. So I probably would be doing something in a lab. Wow. Did you know that, Nicole? I did not know that. I know you're feeling really inadequate. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we're so bad about ourselves now. What are you doing? I'm a a big nerd, dude. And I always have been. So, I mean, like, I'd probably be in a lab somewhere. Do you ever regret it? Do you ever think, like, oh, I should have done that? No, and let me tell you why. So when I was doing my labs for uh, uh, to get my degree for forensic science, I we had to do some stuff at a at a morgue. We have to do some stuff with cadavers. And at that moment, I realized um, I don't like dead people. So maybe this is you know the move for me. Wow. <laughs> I'm feeling on that. That feel yeah yeah yeah. Um, it, it, it the smells aren't sexy and. Um, and sometimes it's not visually um, attractive. So I realized at that moment that, um, thank God I'm an actress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I know this is like so terrible to say, but like, think about those people who have sex with dead people. That's yeah. wild. I don't yeah. want to, no, let's not think, let's not think about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, yeah. That's immediately where my mind goes. Yeah, it's like, a yeah. crazy fetish. Yeah, you always yeah. wonder. Yeah. How the heck- those corpses, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. How do you share a plan out with those people? Yeah, I, I think yeah. the same thing. You're walking yeah, I'm, just, I'm afraid not to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not a good look. Not a good look, people. People who live in like those who have like morgues in their basement and stuff like that. Like, how do you sleep? Like, how do you yeah. even like I, I I don't like dead people, man. Like I just it's uh, you know I, I think we're all the same. I wouldn't even And, and I like everybody. Yeah. For the most part. Like yeah, if like if my, one of my buddies owned a hearse and said, "Hey, when I go to Seven Eleven, just jump in the front seat." Nope. Nah. Not I'll hearse. wait for you. Just yeah. bring me back in Snickers. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I guess unless you were like moving furniture, I don't know. No. No, no, no. I don't even want to do it there no. because then I don't no, want that in my a, house. Yeah. I'm with, I, no, I'm with her. hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm with you on that one. So I got to ask you about uh, another uh, show you were on and you had a chance to be on the Bernie Mac show. And I was, I was a huge Bernie Mac fan. And can you talk about that experience? He was great. Like I'm still disappointed. I'm still sad. He's not alive. I know. Oh, that hurts, dude. Um, Well, so Bernie and I uh, were actually really, really close. Um, He kind of started his TV adventure on Moesha. Um, And he was uncle Bernie on the show. And so he kind of became Uncle Bernie to us in real life. And um, when he got his own show, we were so happy for him, so proud of him. And when I got over there, I, I remember I got to the set and went, you know, went straight into the table read. Bernie runs up to me, gives me a giant hug. And he was like, welcome to your second home, baby girl. And it was just like, dude, Uncle Bernie, you have your own show now. Like, I'm so proud of you. Like, he was such an amazing guy, the biggest heart ever, and the world is a worse place without him. I, I'm with you. 
I'm with you. Yeah. I, I mean, again, I'm sad today just even thinking about it. And then when I see yeah. him in Ocean's Eleven and everything else that I was just a big fan of and and um, way too soon, just way too soon. Yeah, yeah. But he was a trooper too. It also just kind of showed me like the resilience and 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 strength uh, that you have to have to be in this industry because he was sick as a dog his last two seasons of his show, but he bust wow. his ass and worked. And, you know, if you didn't know, you didn't know, you know what I no, mean? I didn't know. And, and, and same thing for like, um, uh, my best friend that passed away, Yvette Wilson from in Moesha. And she played like his counterpart on Moesha. Um, she was sick, like dealing with kidney, had to have a kidney transplant her last season of the Parkers. And like, if you didn't know, you didn't know, like, you have no idea. Like, even with, the, uh, like, Chasman um, uh, Bowman or whatever. Like, remember, like, he was sick. He had cancer. Busting his ass doing Black Panther in nobody knew. Like, it just shows how tough. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, I agree. Ah. You, you, man, there's some tough cookies in this game, I tell you. I wonder I mean, if it's, like, a distraction, too. If it's, like, because I have a friend battling cancer right now really bad. And I know that sitting at home can also like make your anxiety. I wonder if it's also like to, you know, immerse yourself in work, if it's this distraction to, to not think it's about it. I mean, it's possible, but you know, we work crazy hours. So, I mean, yeah. it's, you, can, you can only immerse yourself so much to, to yeah. distract, but then you're like reality kicks in and you're like, dude, I'm sick. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't know. I just, I just admire so many people in this game and, and the strength that um, you have to have not only, I mean, I, we always knew it was like a mental strength you had to have to be in this thing, but the physical too is just impressive. And Bernie was definitely one of those people that should Spartacus. Don't make me, don't make me, <laughs> don't make me get my Uzi. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but no, Bernie was one of those people when, where I first noticed it and was like, wow, we are some tough cookies in, in this game. You know, yeah. I'm glad you shared that story. And as sad as the stories are, I'm glad you shared it because I think a lot of people from the outside think the life is perfect, right? Things are. Oh yeah, and everybody always sees it, you know it's sparkles and rainbows, and it's like uh, it's a lot of craziness that comes with this job. You know what I mean? And and you got to be, you have to be mentally strong, 110. Um, percent Otherwise, you you can't survive. Um, but like I said, the, the physical stuff that comes with it, dude, sometimes we work 18, 19 hour days sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, in, I hear people complain about, oh, I got a part-time gig and I work four hours and I'm exhausted. And I'm just like, oh, but they're like, but you know, I think I want to be an actor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's 18, 19 hours if you don't have, and, and that's not including a commute if you have one. Oh yeah. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. Was that a wake up call for both of you? I mean, as as someone from the outside that watches and I've heard those stories that, you know, there are 12 hour days, 14 hour days, 19 hour days in my head. I used to always think, you know, are they just saying that or is that is that true? And then, you know, obviously, you know, getting to know Nicole, you realize these are true stories. When people say they're working these long days, it is absolutely true. And, and hey, everybody's in. So you better be in, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was a wake up call for, for me and Nicole, you might agree with this because we've, we've done it for so long and it, it was all we kind of knew. Like if I was to go do a normal job right now, I don't, I'd be like, this is, are you, what, this, this is it. I'm done. You know what I mean? Like there's an actual time that I'm done. Yeah. That would be more of a, of a, of a shock to me than, than this, you know? Yeah. Because there's some stability in that too. Like, you know, yeah. You have these hours. I, I mean, I've been on sets where the union had had to be called because we'd watch the sun set, the sun rise. Yeah. The sun was going to set wow. again, and we're still on set. Yeah. We had a couple of days like that when we did Good Burger. I remember I was like, oh, my God, literally, like, oh, we're still here. Okay. How long did it take to... to... Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just asking, how long did it take to, to film a movie like Good Burger? Like, you always hear, again, from the outside that it, these are six-week jobs, and then... It's over. Is it, is it? Are most movies six weeks longer than six weeks? No, I feel like the six week thing is is something that's happened maybe in the last like, 10, 15 years or something like that. A six week uh, shoot because I think with Good Burger we worked we worked three months, and a couple other films that I did we worked almost three months. So, um, 
I mean, if you can grab a movie that's six weeks, good. Ooh, enjoy it. That that's a quick in and out. Do it and going about your business. But sometimes you're, you know, hopefully you like the people because you're there for a minute. <laughs> well, Lifetime and um, TV movies like that are doing twelve day, fourteen day. Really? Yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah, that's yeah. Really, that's a new formula. That's new. It's it's sexy. I'm not mad at them. No, and I no, not at all. You just don't get yeah. any rehearsal. <laughs> Right, <laughs> shit together. Um, know your lines, <laughs> right? Know your dialogue. Um, what I was going to say about it, though, too, is an actor, and when you understand the process, you know you have to get these shots done. This isn't like yeah. you know, this is work you can pick up tomorrow. Like you've got to be out of the location. You know, there's millions of dollars. You know that. So it's like you you are part of the process of wanting to get it done, and like you you understand. Um, yeah. So there's that factor to it, so it makes it a little bit easier. But, you know, have either one of you, you don't need to drop names, but have either one of you ever worked with someone that was high maintenance where you just go, man, you're holding the process up. Yeah. How frustrating is is that for you? Because you want to, again, you want to go on and get home and you want to go to sleep and you have things to do. And I mean, how frustrating is it that you can't fix it? You know, otherwise you're the problem. Extremely. Like I, I remember I was, um, um, you know, most of my career, I was a single mom, young mom, and, and people didn't even know I had kids. But I'd be like, we don't have time to bullshit, guys. Like, I got to get home and get my kids to bed. Like, can we not play? So, I mean, that was, I, I used to get frustrated a lot. Do your damn job. That's why you're here. <laughs> Nicole, are you in the same boat? Um, yes. You know, it's sort of like you just look at people sometimes and you're like, wow, like you're, that's you, you're that self, yeah. that person. It's like in real life when somebody's like completely self-centered and that, that's all they're thinking about. And you're just like, wow, you know, and for me, it's like, well, I've been waiting 10 hours now. We better go into overtime. <laughs> you know, right. like, if I've been here all day, let's at least go into overtime at this exactly. point. Exactly. You know you're pissing me off but you know and then there was something I did uh, it was an independent thing it was a cool project they weren't mad at me so I don't want to sound like I'm somebody who walks off set all the time because it's another one where I got up and left but um, <laughs> <laughs> Nicole the rebel I so we were working and I, I was supposed to do a day on this project right so I shot my scene. We did it all. It was all during the day. And then I'm back at like base camp, which was farther. It was far. It was a drive from the set. And mm -hmm. it's like going into nighttime and it's like getting into the morning hours. And the next day was Halloween. And my daughter's at home and she's expecting me to get her ready for a Halloween parade at school the next morning. And I was like, they only need me for like in the background um, of the scene for continuity. And I was like, they can shoot around it. <laughs> Just right. Like, a little note. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> at this point and, and I had been there for so long I was it, you know it's not like I yeah. was and they didn't need me so I, I just like snuck off to my car and there was nobody around <laughs> <laughs> did they jump on you later when you came back did they huh? say anything back did they say anything back to you when you showed up the next day like, no hey, you know uh, I didn't have to work the next day no he that that <laughs> producer director the guy whose project it was he called me and he thanked me for my time and he wasn't mad at all and completely understood and yeah he, no he was because i wouldn't do it if like i was jeopardizing the the project i just would have gone without any sleep and hopefully made it to school before you know, you know i just would have done that but they they really didn't need me so I was yeah like, really waiting around for nothing so i'm out of here oh my goodness like midnight i night. love it yeah. Oh my god. So real quick, because in my house during the holidays, those Hallmark movies are on all the time. Okay. My wife watches them like crazy. It wears me out that she's watching these Hallmark movies. So these are going back to what you just said a second ago. They're only it only takes twelve days to make a Hallmark movie. Like it's like that's around the time frame. Yeah, or ten days. Maybe they do ten days. Um, it's a two week thing. It's a two week gig. Yeah, that's a thing. They've gotten um. They used to be like three, four. Um, but yeah. it, but they budget it. They've got the chemistry down. They've got it. They and they have a formula, and um, it's what works. And they rock it. Yeah. That's also my. That, that's also part of the reason why they use a lot of the same people in like the Hallmark yeah. ones and in the Lifetime, like because they know let's get in here, let's knock this out and be done. Yeah. That is see, and see, and my argument back is, you know, when I watch a television show or a movie, I want to 
fall into the movie. It drives me nuts in these Hallmark movies where you never see their breath in the cold. And I know I, go, I know they're filming this in June. I get so pissed off. I, I can't see their breath. It's not cold outside. Those guys are sweating in those jackets. And I get upset. Nicole, so tell them the to fix that in post. Yeah. Tell them to fix it in post. The fans are, are they're, they're, they're noticing. Yeah. I'm on to them. I'm on to them. Or the opposite is true. It's supposed to you're, you're in the cold playing for summer. And there's breath. There's cold. And they're like, do you yeah. stop that? And you're like, uh. Yeah, then the fake snow and the jackets in the summer that's easier, but the, the cold, and you're supposed to be in summer gear. I mean, I've been in like Ottawa where the snow is above my head, and they've got me like in a t shirt and a night shoot. I'm like, oh, and I wow. would take those little, um, those little hot packs. Mm -hmm. Things and I could put them everywhere, my bra, my underwear, <laughs> putting them everywhere inside my clothes. Yeah, see, I didn't even think about that the opposite way. And, and Nicole, you've had to deal with it with Baywatch of jumping oh. in the water when it's freezing and everything else. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's 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 interesting. All right. The so, things we go through, the torture we the, put ourselves the, through. Yeah. See? <laughs> you see. So both of you are, are mothers. Would would you recommend this career to your daughters? Do you know Shara's a grandma, by the way? No, I way. am. I totally am. I don't believe it either. No, and I don't. I don't use that term. I'm a Gigi because, damn it. Oh, I like that. It's just like a grandma. That's just not. Oh God, I'm a Gigi. Um, but yeah. Uh, so no, not really. I, I, <laughs> my my kids wanted to do it when they were younger. I I said no. Really? Um, I I felt like my family got enough. Uh. Um, spotlight yeah. uh, that was unwanted, and um, and so no, I I I personally didn't want my kids in the industry. Now my daughter Cassie, um, she's a little different. Like she, with her, I could tell like she could handle it, you know. Um, so I let her do a little bit of stuff every now and again. And now that she's a, a grown woman now, like um if she, like, she still kind of dabbles in the industry, but she knows it, like, she lived it, she gets it, um, she knows it's not all butterflies and rainbows, and so she's tough enough to handle it, but I feel like, you know, as kids, um, unless you can dedicate your entire life to protecting them yeah. through this industry, then, then, then no. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Enough. I mean, you have to give up everything. I mean, before pre-pandemic, when you used to have to take them to auditions, like you would have to yeah. drive and go sit. Like this is, you know, this is a whole nother full-time job. Yeah, that you're not getting paid for until you know, until they work. Uh, until, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Her daughter Cassie's gorgeous. <laughs> I watched a show she was on. Um, what was it? it was a reality. Um, the Naked and Afraid? Was yeah. it The Naked and Afraid? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I loved it. She was just walking around naked with this, like, rocking little body. I was like, oh, my God. Everybody oh my else. God. She didn't need Fit Club. Huh? <laughs> no. no. She didn't need Fit Club. <laughs> so when no. she said, that, hey, Mom, this is what I'm going to do. This is the show I'm going to be on. What was your reaction? I was like, hell, yeah. I love that show. Let's do it. Good for you. Good for you. You know, it's... I was, we were talking it's about Mother's body. Day. Everybody has one, dude. It's not a big deal. Like, yeah, people yeah. People make it, it weird by like, oh my God, you're naked. Like, yeah. Yeah. We were, we were talking about Mother's Day uh, just a little bit uh, a while back with Nicole and I were talking about, um, you know, being a mom and how tough it is and how moms are the best. And, uh, you know, moms, moms will put their lives before your own. They're the only group that will do yes. it. And so, yes. When you're a mom and you're protective of the decisions your child makes and you want the best things to work out for them, it's what you were saying was first you're in the protection mode of you don't want your daughter to, to, to suffer. And at the same time, you understand when it when it's great, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, being a mom is probably the best. Best job I've ever had in my life. Um, well, being a Gigi is pretty cool, too. Um, Cause I can give the kid back sometimes. Yeah. She's with me now. So that, that's not an option today, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, I, it, 
I'm I'm a super like like Nicole. Dude, we're super over like we're protective mama bears. Like, don't come for our cubs, man. And um, like most of the the difficult things that I've gone through in life, or the 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 choices I had to make or decisions I had to make, was all because I I wanted to make the right choices and decisions for my kids. You know, whatever would yeah. protect them and. And sometimes that comes with a lot of sacrifice and all these things. I, I wouldn't take it back. I'd do it a million times over. But I know sometimes I go, well, why didn't you? Da, 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 da. And it's like, well, man, because I had to make sure my kids were proud of their mom. So, um, yeah, I'm going to protect my kids forever, dude, until I'm no longer here. Because I don't care how old they get. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's one of my favorite things about... Yeah, it's one of my favorite things about Nicole is, uh, you know, she's a great mom. And then, you know, she has the young one who has so much energy and always seems like she's living her best life every day. So when she posts things about her daughter, I just know, well, I know that girl has a great mom. There's a reason why that, that kid behaves the way she does. So uh, yeah. my hat's off to both of you. You're oh, really you know, Monday morning, my uh, ex, my, my um, oldest daughter's father called me like on a rant, on a rant. And he's super dramatic, you guys. He, I mean, he should be on a soap opera. And <laughs> he's not doing well. And he doesn't want to leave this earth um, until he knows exactly what the hell is wrong. And um, why won't she talk to him? And, and you know, I was like, I, she's an adult. You know, you really should be yeah. having a conversation with her. I'm not going to speak for her. And will you owe it to me? And I was like, oh. <laughs> I owe you nothing, buddy. I owe you nothing. And and then he, so then he goes in on me. And he goes in on how um, it's our fault. And I'm like, you know, she's 25 this weekend. 25. And Dylan's fucking awesome. Awesome. Doing great. And he thinks that it's us still. Like, And she's the second child that doesn't speak to him. Both of his kids don't speak to him. And Do you like, see a pattern somewhere? I'm just saying. Is he what? A pattern? Is there a pattern? I mean, a pattern. Not mm. according to him. According to mm. him, the rest of us. And I mean, I got to tell you, when he started going in on her, I started shaking so bad, you guys. I was shaking. Like, you can call me every name in the book. You can dredge up all that trauma because he put me through hell. We went to court for five years. But like, yeah. I, I did like mortgage property, you know, refinance properties to pay these lawyers. It was horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And I'm past it. I'm done. But you yeah. go in on her. Oh, I was shaking. I ran out the door. I hung up on him. I ran out the door. I ran for three miles. <laughs> ran wow. Three miles. And I was like, well, I guess I could thank him for that part. But right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't come for my kids. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. Not a game we play. No. No, no, no. no. I'm with you. I don't know why any girl would go after any guy. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I say to my wife all the time, I go, look, I'm as good as I get. You and I both know I'm not that good. <laughs> so I don't know why anybody would date any of us. I'll be honest with you. We're all a mess. <laughs> we don't well, deserve the women we get. You're handy around the house sometimes, aren't you? <laughs> no, or no, I just, you get ladders. No, <laughs> no, I change a light bulb and I put my arms up in there like I'm Rocky. I'm, I'm super excited I could change a light bulb. No, I don't cook and I, I can't I can't do anything around that. That's it. I don't know what to tell you. Well, I, I don't I don't don't fall in the category of being one of the great ones either. I just I'm just a nice guy. That's about that's about it. Hey, sometimes that, that's all we need, man. I'm gonna be honest with that's you. It. That's it. Yeah. Oh my god. You need to give yourself some credit, Dave, because uh, <laughs> there's not a lot of nice ones and they're not helpful. So thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Shard, this this has been a blast. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much Anytime. for sitting down with us. Thank you. And congratulations Anytime, to the grandmother. I had no idea. Yeah, man. Yeah, there man. you go. There you go. Well, you don't age, so who would know? Who would ever know? Holy vampire, God. like I said. The, the, and we got to get you on Good Burger to get get in the second one back. Yeah, everybody, go, go. I'm not kidding. Please. Hashtag it. Get get on these people and tell them that you want to see Char and Good Burger because we need that. I love Absolutely. that. It won't be the same. No, 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 no. no. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah, let them know. Well, I adore you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Nicole, A Thousand Steps is calling our name sometimes in the near future. Oh, yes. I've been, I went back there once, actually. We and you didn't to, call me? <laughs> no, I know. Listen, I was lucky I got myself there. <laughs> <laughs> Should I turn back now moment? 
the whole way there. Um, yes, let's do that because I need that in my life. We need that. Plus, I miss you and I want to spend some time with my friends. So I know, same. That's Love awesome. you. Oh. That's awesome. Take care. Bye, Mama. Have a good day. All right, guys. Bye. Bye bye. That was really cool. That was Isn't cool. She yeah. She is so, great. I know. Yeah. When she dropped it, she was a grandmother. I was like, oh, you dropped it. I was uh, I was surprised because she, as you said, she doesn't age. She looks so great. And then it's funny is I think like Whoopi Goldberg is like a grandmother, like a great, great grandmother. Uh, and and you're like, well, how can that, you know, how could that be? She looks, she looks so good. And Whoopi Goldberg, you know, did a great job as far as aging and and everything yeah. else. I got a Whoopi Goldberg story for you. All right. Oh, this is kind sure. of an entertainment story. This is one of those where I think the average person who's a fan of entertainment, like I am, that was never in it. So I was a broadcaster covering the Lakers for a number of years. And one day after a game in the hallway, before was, there's a 10 minute like cooling off period before the players uh, come out of the locker room and you can go talk to the players. And Denzel Washington is outside in the hallway. And Denzel watching and starts talking to me and in my mind, I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's Denzel watching. It's like 1994. And you know, he's a huge star. And in my, in my head, I'm a huge fan. And I'm like, I can't believe Denzel's talking to me in my, uh, my head is just spinning and I can feel somebody on my shoulder trying to jump into my conversation. So I take a step to the right and I block them off and then <laughs> I, I could feel it again. And I keep blocking the, the person off, like almost doing a full, full circle. And finally, a hand goes on top of my shoulder, and it's Whoopi Goldberg. And she says, honey, if I had Denzel's attention, I wouldn't let it go either. And I was so embarrassed that she was just trying to jump in. She's an Academy Award winner. You know, I'm just this goof. You know, going to ask. I'm going to ask, you know. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah she, I mean, she called me out. And um, it was it was embarrassing. But at the same time, it was like, oh, my God, there's a major star. Boom, there's a major star that I'm not letting get to. Denzel Washington. And from that point on, I got to be honest with you, Denzel, every time he would see me, would talk to me. He was, him and his family were so nice and it was, went on for years that we just became friends. Even when I didn't, when Denzel wasn't there and his wife and his kids were there, they would come up and talk to me. And now his son's become a big time actor. And, um, but it was, it was kind of crazy that, you know, I was such a jerk to Whippy Goldberg. I didn't know it. I didn't <laughs> realize I was, I was, you know, basically boxing her out the whole time. I love that. And she's like amazing, right? She does amazing things for people. She does. She's such a giver. So you missed out on talking to her. I know. I know. At the, at the time I was, you know, I was in my early twenties. And so, uh, yeah, it's funny now here, here's one of the things I always think about. I don't know if I've ever said it on the show or said it to you, but there's a line that you spend half your life trying to figure out the person you're going to be. And once you figure that person out, you live the second half of your life of being that person. So, you know, I feel, you know, I, I, second half of my life, I try literally to make other people's lives better. I, I get the most out of that. And so if, if I, whether it's helping kids or helping the neighbor or whatever, I try and be the nicest guy I can be to make someone else's life better. And that's what I, what I get the most out of. And, uh, I don't know if I was that guy at 23, 24, I think I was just trying to figure out who I was trying to find my way in the world. And now, you know, completely content, you know, of, of, you know, when you wake up in the morning of who you are and what you want to do with your day. Well, because you're a successful human. That is, that is good to hear. Yeah. I, 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 23, I, I mean, you know, like I, I look at my daughter who's 20, she's going to be 25 this weekend. And I'm like, how did she have it so together? Like, God, I was not that aware in any way, shape or form. I wasn't that re responsible. I wasn't any of those things. Well, I guess, I, I guess that was my turning point because that's when I got pregnant. I got pregnant at 25. But um, up until then, like, I wasn't, I didn't have, oh, I was a mess. And I look at her, she's, like, so emotionally mature and just everything. She goes to work and she's constantly being promoted and she supports herself and she's got this beautiful apartment. And I'm just like, wow, you know. But up until then, I mean, you, you're supposed to be selfish, right? That's the only time you can be selfish. I think you are. I think you you need a you kind of need to show a little bit of strength and get to where you want to be. You know, you can't be walked over. You don't want to be a pushover. It's one of my biggest turnoffs of people that are pushovers. You've let thing continuing bad things happen to them over and over because they allow it. But you know, you you mentioned your daughter. I feel the same way about you know my my son Josh. As far as he he's, I'm sure you, you feel the same way. Boy, he just seems so smart and he's funny and 
and I'm thinking in my mind, would I be friends with him? If we were the same age, would we be friends? And 100%, I would choose him as a friend. I don't know if he would choose me as a friend, but <laughs> I would I would, I would, would be saying that's the kind of guy I would want to hang out with because he's a good guy and he, and he has all the qualities that I like. And so as a parent, it makes me feel good and you should feel good too that you raised your daughter to be that way, to be motivated and be a self-thinker and and to really take charge of her life. And, and your daughter sounds like she's done that. I mean, I think you, so a lot of it goes back to you. I think a lot has to do with the parenting, but a lot has to do with like their soul too and who, they, who they're yeah. born as because they are their own people. And um, they're both so much cooler than I ever was. <laughs> um, I didn't teach them that part. Uh, so it's just, yeah, uh, you know, all you can do is love them, right? Like, ah, uh, you just just that's all I could do that's all I knew how to do and they taught me unconditional love I had never felt that before so um that that was so new to me and I just fell in love with them and learned what love was and I love hanging out with them they're my best friends and yeah we're all kind of besties that's cool that that is the best thing I think you could say you know is that you um that you know your kids are your best friends and uh you know, back in the day, I don't know if my parents, I don't think would say that. And I don't know if your parents, if you had the same kind of relationship, but it has, it's changed a lot. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's pretty, pretty cool. I'm excited yeah. about it, but um, it, it, that was, that was a lot of fun. I'm glad you brought Char on and, um, and we have a new guest coming on for the next show. And, and again, it's, it's for me, it's fun to watch you connect with these people on your podcast. And so I, I think it's pretty cool. So, uh, Nicole, it was a great week. I, pr- I appreciate it. Thank, yeah, it was, it was, I had a lot of fun for me. It's like my social life. This is how I like get to reconnect with people. It's like, I haven't yeah. seen you in forever. Get on here. I need to see that face. So, um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun for me too. So guys, please subscribe, um, and listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. And, um, it's always up on the website too, perfectlytwisted.com and all my social media and Dave's social media. And, um, We will see you next week.